Are you tired of social media posts that boast the perfect family? Has it ever made you question what you are doing wrong? Have you ever questioned why God would entrust you to raise another human, let alone two or more? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm here to assure you that God does not make mistakes. You are the parent of your children on purpose. That's right, you, in all your imperfection. I want to encourage you that with God's help, you can parent your kids exactly how they need. Sure, you'll make mistakes along the way, but we have God's grace to fill in our gaps, and He's just waiting to lift you up and help you out. So join me today as we partner with God in our parenting journeys for an uplifting message of hope. But don't forget to say hi to God first. He loves you and is waiting for you to hang out with Him each day. Ready? Let's go! not too late to sign up for the next Coffee with Jesus box. We are brewing up local coffee from Manchester, New Hampshire and diving into the Psalms together. Yes, and every Friday there will be a Facebook Live devotional that we can talk to each other about. Let's interact. And be sure to get onto our email list because there's a freebie coming on prayer and I want you to be one of the first ones to get it. So head over to Coffee with Jesus box, sign up for our email and go on over to our shop and add it to your cart so that you can get the next box full of goodies. See you soon. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. Today is actually all about you and God. And we're going to leave the pesky children uh, by the wayside for a moment here. Those loving, adorable cherubs that we have, right? Um, And first off, I want to say, have you spent some time with God today? I hope you did. I hope you got to spend some time in prayer and you got to dig into his word and see what God has for you today. If you haven't, make sure you carve out some special time with God because he loves you and he wants to spend time with you. And he will bless and honor that time that you sacrifice to dedicate to him. I promise you, I promise you, it will come back to you tenfold in ways that you cannot even imagine. So make sure you make that a priority today and hang out with God. He's waiting for you. And if you already hung out with him, good for you. That's awesome. It's it's just so good to go deeper and deeper each day in this most important relationship in our lives, isn't it? And what would we do without God in our lives? If you can remember a time before you knew Jesus, think about that. Remember that whenever you think, I just don't have time today to fit God in. Because remember what it was like before him. Not that you're going to go back that way, but just appreciate the amazing gift that he has given you. Just being available to you whenever you need him. That's a great gift. It's amazing. I mean, even our spouses aren't available whenever we want them, right? Our parents are not available whenever we want them. Our kids are not available whenever we want or need them. But God is always ready and willing to spend time with you. And he's willing to share his heart through his word, through things he shows you, he reveals to you. So definitely make that a priority if you haven't.
And I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. And I'm going to start, first of all, with Psalm 145, verse 18. It says, The Lord is near to all who call on his name, to all who call on him in truth. So like I just said, he is there. He is near. You just need to call on his name. Whether you call him Abba, Father, Great God in Heaven, Healer, um, Omniscient, Amazing, Wonderful Counselor, or Hey God, (laughs) however you address him, he's waiting and he will draw himself near to you when you call on him. But what I wanted to talk about a little bit differently is prayer partners. It's something that is near and dear to my heart because it is what helped grow my confidence in praying. Before that, I felt like, well, I mean, I was, I was kind of a newbie and didn't know if I was doing it right or saying the right words or remembering to add in all the formulas or all the details I was supposed to. And, oh, what if I didn't do this? Is my prayer going to be heard or is it going to work or is it going to fail because I didn't say things the right way or in the right order? Uh, Or maybe I said the wrong things or too much because I am a talker. That's why I have a podcast. And so I worried about these things all the time. And I'm sure that some of you listening have also worried about those things at different times in your prayer life. And maybe you still do. And that's totally normal. We all we all go through that when we're first trying to figure out what this whole prayer thing is and how to, how to use it. I mean, it's very powerful. So we do need to use things that are powerful um, carefully. But at the same time, it's, it's, stri- it's really a communication that we have. It's an opportunity we have to talk to God. That's what prayer is. So bringing somebody into it may intimidate some of you. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I could never pray in front of somebody. And uh, maybe that's true for you right now. But here's what I want to encourage you with, because praying regularly is so important. And finding somebody else to pray with is wonderful, because sometimes they might have a prayer for you that you didn't even realize you had a need for because God put something in their heart that caused them to pray a certain prayer over you. And you were like, oh, I didn't realize I needed that, but that actually is exactly how I'm feeling. And maybe it wasn't even something you talked about, but God knows. And so he can do that because he's God. He can, he can do anything he wants. I don't put limits on God. God is everywhere and everything and just all out amazing. But he did write scripture that encourages us to pray together. In fact, he wrote a lot of it. I think the most famous one is in Matthew 18 verses 19 to 20. It says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. That is a promise. He is with you. I mean, what can go wrong when, when God's right there, right? I mean, let's choose his side. Let's be on his side and, and invite him in to a gathering of prayer. How cool is that to know that God is with you when you're praying with somebody and he's going to honor that time that you dedicate to him. It's incredible. So I would encourage you to, to find somebody that you trust somebody that you think maybe you could 
uh, schedule some mutual time, whether it's on the phone or in person or Zoom or however it works for you at a play date and spend some time. How, how we used to do with my prayer partner, uh, we started out, we didn't really know each other, to be honest. So I actually started out with somebody I didn't even really know. I knew her, but I didn't know her. And so I think I would have considered her an acquaintance. And now she's one of my best friends. So we used to commute together to a Bible study together because we both came from the same direction, which was pretty far from where the study was. And our, our kids were the same age, so we had that in common. And one day, just out of the blue, to me anyway, what she asked if I would uh, pray with her on a regular basis. And I, I was stunned, first of all. And second of all, I was kind of honored that she would ask me. And I said, sure, I'm not really good at it, but I'll try. And she had been a Christian for as long as she can remember. So pretty much her whole life. And so she's had some practice, whereas me, not so much. I always still felt like... Uh, real, real green, you know, real wet behind the ears. So we just started out once a week. We would get on the phone after we tuck our babies in and spend some time talking about our week and what's on our hearts and what's on our minds and good things and bad things. It wasn't always just complaining or anything. It's really not meant to be just about that. It's also meant to say, hey, this is what's going great. You know, here's some wins. Here's some troubles. And if you could lift this particular thing up in prayer today, I would really appreciate it. And so it was kind of like that. And then we would spend some time in prayer for each other. And it was awesome. It was awesome because there were times when she would pray and it would be something that I didn't even talk about. And I was like, it, it blew my mind because I was thinking, wow, how did she know that I needed that? Well, duh, God <laughs> planted the seed in her heart and it just came out. And so that was, it's like when the Holy Spirit utters on our behalf, as it says in John, that's really what it is. It's, it's the Holy Spirit uttering on our behalf through our prayer partners. And it's the coolest thing. And she said the same to me. There, there were a lot of times she would come back to me the week after and say, you know, when you prayed this, it really struck a chord where I, I needed it to be struck and it, it opened up my eyes to something that needed to be dealt with. And she thanked me for that. And for me, who was such a newbie at, at uh, praying, I was shocked and, and impressed with God. <laughs> I'm always impressed with God. He just, he's incredible. So he just blows my mind all the time now, but he would just blow my mind with that. I'm like, wow, God, that's so cool that you poured that out of my mouth from my heart. And I didn't, and at the time I was thinking, why am I praying this? This doesn't make any sense, but I'm just going to say it. And it almost feels like babbling because it wasn't what she asked me to pray for, but it just, it came naturally pouring out of me as part of my prayer for her. And so clearly it was the Holy Spirit dwelling among us and stirring up these different things that neither one of us were aware of, but had to be brought into the light. So God works so beautifully through prayer partners. So think about, I want you to kind of make a list. Think about some people that you might consider praying with on a regular basis. Someone that you tr you can trust, you think you can trust. Someone who might have the time. I mean, don't don't 
um, negate them just because you don't think they'll have the time though, honestly, because all you have to do is ask. And then if it's important, you'll make the time somewhere. You guys will figure it out what works for you. For us, it was after we tucked our babies in and getting on the phone for about an hour. And cause that's just how long it took. Cause we're girls, we talk and we spent a lot of time in prayer. So it was about an hour long and just doing it and making it a priority, putting it on the calendar every week and making it important in your life. Because you're not just blessing your own time, but you're blessing their time. You're blessing their lives by pouring out and lifting them up in prayer. It's We're called to do that, to pray for one another. James 5.16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Great power power. I'll say that again. Great power. What has great power? The prayer of a righteous person as it is working. It works, guys. It works. Pray for one another. Get into it regularly. And I promise you, you will see a huge growth in your personal prayer life too. Not just the time you have with your prayer partner, but the time you have on your own with God, as well as your confidence to start praying for people who aren't your prayer partner. You might think, well, this is working over here. I'm willing to try this, maybe a small group, or maybe you have to get up on stage and pray for your whole church. I don't know. Uh, Whatever works. (laughs) But it can build your confidence in knowing that the way that you pray is good. It's fine. God hears you. God loves you. God honors you and blesses you because you dedicate that time to him. And that's what he wants. He wants our time. He wants to have relationship with each and every one of us. I don't know how he fits it all in his calendar, quite frankly, but all I know is that time does not exist for God. No, he has a whole different definition of time than we do here on earth. And I'm not even going to try to wrap my head around it because you know what? It doesn't matter. What matters is trusting that he has time for you and me and everybody that loves him, and everybody that calls on his name. He has time, and he makes it a priority. You are his priority. He loves you, and he wants that time with you, and he wants to bless us. Now, I said we're going to leave the pesky kids to the side, but let's pull them in for a second. As parents, we want to bless our kids, don't we? We really do. And sometimes there's something that they're desperate for, but we don't know because they don't ask. Now, obviously, God knows our hearts and he knows our desires. He knows everything about us. He knows what we want. So it's a slightly different scenario, but it's similar. And he says in the Bible that we need to ask. That we, we you know, uh, in fact, I believe I have it here. Uh, let me just look really quick. I'm so sorry that I don't have it right in front of me. But I have a lot of scripture here that I wanted to make sure I had available. Um, I don't see it. But anyway, I don't know exactly the verse. But he says, ask and you shall receive. So as parents, we may not be able to give our children everything they, they want, or but hopefully we can give them everything they need. And then once in a while, we get to bless them with something that they, they want, something we think will, will bring them joy. Well, God wants to do that for us too. So let's ask him. Let's pray about it. Let's, let's talk about it with our prayer partners. You know, they can pray for it too. There's no reason they can't. 
First Thessalonians 5 verse 11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Praying with each other is a great way to build one another up. We are building up faith and trust and love and kindness and confidence in who God is and how he works in our lives. So help somebody by encouraging them and building them up and vice versa. It will come around. It's, it's a partnership. That's why it's called a prayer partner. And that's the goal is to just spend time with God together and watch what he's going to do. Sit back and see the fruits of what you're doing in your life. See God's fruits grow and come forth. It will blow your mind. It does to me all the time. Now, unfortunately, right now, as our kids have gotten older, they they're just they keep us so busy <laughs> that we just haven't been able to carve out that time. But we check in with each other still. And uh, we've, we each have a way to, to stay accountable as well, but it's grown our prayer life to a point where it's much more natural and consistent and it's important to each one of us because we know how great it is and how important it is to God. So again, we check in with each other. How are you doing? You need prayer. And she and I are the first people to go to each other uh, when we need prayer because we have built that repertoire. We've built that relationship. And that confidence that the other is going to take a moment or set aside some time during their prayer time to lift the other up. I know she will for me. And I do it immediately. As soon as I hear from her, I I stop what I'm doing and I lift things up to God for her. Because I don't want to forget. And it's important to me that I do that for her because God wants that relationship. He loves that relationship. And he created that. He orchestrated that whole thing. It was really unusual at the beginning because I was like, wow, it's, it's just felt so random. But it wasn't random to God. He had plans for that. He had plans for us. And he still does. Our, our kids are the same age still. You know, they, they're one of each other's best friends. And it's really fun to see their relationship blossom too. And they both uh, love the Lord. And they have that to um, bond with. And be able to rely on each other in that. So maybe someday they'll become prayer partners. Who knows? But I encourage my kids to find someone to pray with. And right now we're doing that in our um, our Bible study group with their age group for the teens. Because they're both teens now. Both of my girls. And so we're trying to train them up to be confident and pray with another another child, another teen. And so we're kind of working this prayer model, this prayer partner model for them. So that they can then grow into adults who know how great it is and how important it is because we want them to have that in their tool belts okay so that's the pesky kids right the loving kids I'm just kidding they're not always pesky I love my girls they are so much fun they really are Um, you know parenting is still hard (laughs) but they're still so much fun and I love having them around more than I want to just send them away (laughs) so that's a good sign right okay I want to leave you with this too. Romans 15, 5 to 6. I love this scripture. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus that together, together, hear that word together, you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now that is prayer. That is worship. That is 
honoring God, that is naming who he is, that is um, giving him, uh, that is that is praising him for who he is and what he's done, but with together with one voice. That means more than one person in that room is doing that. It's important. We are not meant to do this alone. There are times for prayer alone. Absolutely. But there's definitely a time to pray together because it's even more powerful when more than one prays together. So be sure to make this something that's happening in your life. Be sure to to make your list of people that you're willing to ask, someone you feel comfortable asking. They might say no or they don't have time or they're not interested or maybe they already have a prayer partner. But I do know some people who have more than one. So it does not hurt to ask. My dad always said, squeaky wheel gets the oil. That means the one who speaks up tends to get what they need. And if you need a prayer partner, then ask. And if that person says no, move on to the next person. Put a few people on your list. See what happens. I would love to hear how things are going. I don't need to know the details, but I would love to know that you have a prayer partner that you can rely on and that you're dedicating time to God because it's so good. It's so good. Even Jesus found prayer partners, okay? Luke 9, 28 says, Now about eight days after these sayings, he took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. So if Jesus is doing it, we should be doing it. Anything Jesus does, we should be doing. He came down here to show us how to do this thing called life. So let's follow his example. Find a prayer partner or two. And so find your people. Moms, dads, we need our people. Come on, don't we? I mean, this life is hard. Parenting is hard. Um, Just find your people and trust them with your, with your, your stuff and vice versa. Be trustworthy with theirs. It's not an opportunity for gossip. It's not an opportunity to, to collect their details and then go forth and spread it. It doesn't make you better. It don't puff yourself up with that. That's not what it's meant to be. It's meant to be a safe environment. Please, please, please keep it safe. It's so important. I mean, you wouldn't want them sharing your stuff, so don't share theirs. I mean, that's just common sense, but I still feel like I need to say it because sometimes we forget And we get caught up in the conversation. And, you know, that's, unfortunately, that's human nature, but that's why we need Jesus to cover us. So that's my encouragement to you today. Find a prayer partner or two. Find people that you trust and that you can get on the calendar. That's your homework. Get it on the calendar. That today. Go make your list. Go make your list and start making phone calls or texting or emailing or however you need to do it. Find your people, make your calendar permanent and start doing it. Show up, show up for them, show up for yourselves, show up for God. He's waiting and he's excited to see how this is going to grow your prayer life with him because it means the world to him that you grow closer to him each and every day. So go do that. Spend some time in prayer, read your Bible, and know that you are not alone in this parenting journey. No, we're in this together. God is with us. God is with us. Make him your partner in parenting because he can do things where we can't, and it's so much better. So have a great week, you guys. I'm going to close in prayer. 
Heavenly Father, thank you so much for always saying yes when we need your help, for saying yes when we want to call on your name. We may not get everything we ask for, but we will get what we need from you and then some. So thank you, God, for being faithful and loving and caring and healing and so much more. And thank you for loving relationships. Thank you for the fact that we are not alone. We do not have to live our lives alone. This can be a very lonely world if we're not intentional about seeking out relationships and especially with you, God. So thank you so much for always being there when we call on your name. You are faithful and true. I love you. And I pray that everyone listening finds someone that they can trust to be a prayer partner and that they get it on the calendar. And Lord, I pray that you would bless that time. And I know that you will be there with them, listening, speaking, doing all the things that you do so well, so perfectly. It is in your son's precious name that I pray. Amen. Guys, Have a great week. I hope you find a great prayer partner. I know that God will orchestrate it and it will be just the right one, even if at the beginning it doesn't feel like it. Also, there's a new Shop Small shopping mall. I wanted to let you know about it because guess what? Christmas shopping is right around the corner. It's called goodgiftsgalore.com. If you haven't checked it out yet, you need to get over there. You even get $10 to spend in the store if you sign up for the email. So I would highly encourage you to do that. You've got all these small shops in one place with great quality gifts, a lot of personalized gifts that you can make special just for a certain someone. So check it out at goodgiftsgalore.com. See what you think. Let me know. Make sure you sign up for the email. All right. Have a wonderful week, guys. I hate to say this, but holiday shopping is just around the corner. Yep, coming October 1st, you are going to start seeing sales and sales everywhere. Well, I've got a great place for you to head for your holiday shopping this year. If you're looking to support small businesses in America, this is a great place because goodgiftsgalore.com is bringing a lot of small businesses from across the country to one place. They have procured some of the best gifts from these small businesses in one place so that you just have to go to one place and shop. It's goodgiftsgalore.com. There are gifts for him, for her, for the kids, for the home, for the teachers, and more to be added every day. So what you see now may or may not be there a month from now, so grab the deals while you can. And guess what? Good Gifts Galore is giving you $10 to shop right away. All you need to do is sign up for their email and you will get $10 to shop in their store right away. You can use it right away. Okay. And they're going to let you know about all the sales and sneak peeks of new products that they're adding daily. So check it out regularly. You never know what you're going to find, but all of it is going to be great quality, unique, sublime, cherished gifts. So head on over to Good Gifts Galore and check out what their catalog has to offer today for your gift giving needs. Become the best gift giver on the block today. Goodgiftsgalore.com.
Thanks for joining us for another episode of Imperfect Parenting with a Perfect God. I am so glad that you joined us today. This is so much fun to be able to encourage you and remind you that God loves you and wants to partner with you in your parenting journey. Remember, he made you the parent of your kids on purpose. If you like this episode, please, please take time to rate and review it so that other people can find this podcast as well. I'd really appreciate it. And I think so would other people who get to be blessed by this. And share it with friends and family that you think it would bless too. Let's spread the word and let people know that God loves them and wants to be with them each and every day in their parenting journey. Thanks for stopping by and I hope you join us next week.